Here is the news in VOA Special English. I'm Christopher Cruz, reporting from the VOA World News Headquarters in Washington. The United Nations Security Council has approved a plan to deploy as many as 300 observers in Syria. Earlier this week, the UN had approved the deployment of 30 observers. Saturday's UN resolution lets Secretary General Ban Ki-moon decide when to deploy the additional observers. Mr. Bon welcomed the vote and urged both Syrian President Bashar al-Assad's government and his opponents to create conditions needed for deployments in Syria. After the vote, the American ambassador to the UN, Susan Rice, accused Syria of breaking promises. She also said observers alone could not halt violence in the country. The Syrian people, like us, know that the deployment of 300 or even 3,000 unarmed observers cannot on its own stop the Assad regime from waging its barbaric campaign of violence against the Syrian people. What can bring a halt to this murderous rampage is continued and intensified external pressure on the Assad regime. Syria's ambassador to the UN complained that the international community always accuses the Syrian government of violence while ignoring crimes by armed opposition groups. Tensions between security forces and protesters continue in Bahrain before the planned Formula One Grand Prix car race. Demonstrators threw homemade fuel bombs at police near Manama, the capital, on Saturday. Police answered with tear gas. The Bahrain opposition has organized countrywide protests in the days leading up to the race. The opposition is calling for equal rights and an elected government. On Saturday, King Hamad bin Isa al-Khalifa said he wanted to make clear his personal commitment to reform. But the Shiite-led protests have only become stronger since the Sunni rulers of the Shiite-majority nation decided to hold the race. Afghan security forces have detained three Pakistanis and two Afghans. The five men were found with ten tons of explosives. Officials said the militants were planning to use the explosives for attacks in the capital, Kabul. A spokesman for the Afghan National Directorate of Security said the explosives were brought into Afghanistan from Pakistan. The spokesman also said police discovered the explosives hidden under farm goods in the back of a truck. In Pakistan, officials are preventing the owner of the air transport company Boha Air from leaving the country. 127 people died after one of the company's passenger planes crashed on Friday. Interior Minister Rehman Malik said Farooq Boja 
cannot leave the country while officials investigate. Witnesses said the Boeing 737 plane might have already been on fire before it hit the ground near Islamabad's international airport. An airline official has blamed bad weather for the crash, but the cause is not yet known. Officials said the plane had been flying for 30 years, but was making its first flight to Islamabad. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English from Washington. Police in the Netherlands say at least 120 people were injured when two passenger trains crashed into each other. The accident happened Saturday in Amsterdam. There were no immediate reports of death, but 70 of those injured had minor injuries. The rest were seriously or very seriously injured. Their injuries included broken bones and head injuries. It was not immediately clear why the two trains were on the same track. Anti-government protesters in the Czech Republic took part in what they describe as the biggest demonstration since the fall of communism in 1989. Labor organizations led the protest. They say 120,000 people marched in Prague to protest spending cuts, tax increases, and corruption. Police estimated the crowd at 80 to 90,000. The protesters also called for the end of the current government. President Obama has placed a videotape message on YouTube for the people of Sudan and South Sudan. Conflict is not inevitable. You still have a choice. You still have a chance to avoid being dragged back into war, which only leads to one place. More suffering, more refugees, more death, more lost dreams for you and your children. We know what needs to happen. The government of Sudan must stop its military actions, including aerial bombardments. It must give aid workers the access they need to save lives. And it must end its support for armed groups inside the South. Mr. Obama said the presidents of both countries must be brave enough to restart talks to find a peaceful end to their dispute. And finally, at this hour, the United Nations Security Council has condemned the military ouster of the government in Guinea-Bissau. The council threatened to take more action against the West African nation. On Saturday, it demanded the return of what it called Guinea-Bissau's legitimate government. A statement read by American Ambassador Susan Rice threatened that the council would take economic actions against the country's temporary leaders. The rebellion happened April 12th, as the country was electing a new leader. Since Guinea-Bissau won independence from Portugal in 1974, the country has been ruled by a dictator, has, been ex- has experienced four rebellions, 
and the assassination of a president in 2009. And now briefly, here again, is the major news of the hour, read to you in VOA Special English. The UN Security Council has approved a plan to send as many as 300 observers to Syria. Tensions between security forces and protesters continue in Bahrain before the Formula One Grand Prix car race. And police in the Netherlands say at least 120 people were injured Saturday when two passenger trains crashed into each other in Amsterdam. And that's the news at this hour in VOA Special English. I'm Christopher Cruz, VOA News, Washington.